Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode uh, 526 of the Drunk Dashers podcast. Yes, I knew that right off the top of my head. I didn't check that at all. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler. And join me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Caples. What's up, buddy? Oh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good, dude. Just uh, getting finished up with another fun-filled work week. Other than that, man, just I've just been like fairly tired during this freaking part of the week you know it's like i've been doing a little bit of video game playing but nothing like too substantial i was more excited for the game awards store the game awards stuff this past thursday and stuff and see how much that was going to go and factor into things for future purchases and whatnot and stuff but uh other than that though just pretty much the same thing you know getting things all wrapped up for the holiday season mm-hmm making sure this uh, little dog of mine right here is like all nice and comfortable. So that way he doesn't have all these fleas crawling on him. <laughs> Fun fact, I gave him a bath earlier on tonight. I got like about 40 fleas off this little sucker. Jesus. I know. I know. We've tried every little thing of flea stuff imaginable for this little guy. And the thing is, I'm going to have to start washing him my twice a week. I mean, yeah. I got to at least increase the thing. Cause, uh, he had his little hooded sweater on and stuff like that for the week. You know, it's like he's comfortable in that and this and that. Finally took him off of him yesterday, and he's been scratching like hell ever since. And so it's like, okay, time for bath time. And, like, he lets me bathe him and lets me get everything else and stuff. And it's like, hey, hey. It's like all these little things. I'm literally seeing these fleas drop off in real time into the tub. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, dude. It's like. And afterwards, he's all nice. He's all, like, full of energy and stuff. Like, I toweled him off. And finally, he wanted to be put to bed. So I need to not, like, a rambunctious little spark plug, as he generally is. So, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it for, like, him, you know. But, uh, no, nah, man, overall, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, you know. Uh, crazy week. It's that time of year, though. It's, uh, it's a holiday, so work's pretty nuts right now, so. Uh, definitely ready for the uh, holidays to be over. Uh, I'm in this weird phase right now where I don't know what to do with my with my hair because uh, <laughs> it's like it's getting colder out, and I usually like I'm usually try to keep it like you know uh, short. You know, I trim it and everything like that. Cut my hair very regularly, and now it's been a few weeks here, and I haven't done anything. And um, now it's just like long and all over the place, and I don't really know what to do with it here. So I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm at the point now. Do I grow it and just see what happens? I've never really grown my hair before, so I might do that. But I'm, I'm not going to go super long with it. Only psychopaths grow the, grow long beards and hair. So um, definitely <laughs> not going to do any of that. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm doing okay. Otherwise, uh, just, you know, ready for, like I said, ready for – just kind of ready for January to get here. Ready to just yeah. kind um, Really, honestly, just kind of ready for March to get here so we could just get past winter. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I remember I had a, my, my old dog, uh, Gertie, she, uh, I moved in with like a bunch of friends, like a long time ago. And one of, uh, one of our buddies, uh, he lived like right behind us. Uh, and he was over mm-hmm. all the time and, uh, he always bring his dog over and his dog had, I mean, fleas were terrible. And, uh, so like my dog got fleas and never had fleas before. And she was like, at that point, she was probably like seven, eight years old. And she did not handle it well at all. She gnawed all the hair off that she can reach to. Yep. Uh, it was bad. Like I mean, I, I was bathing her every other day, and I like I like I got like a flea collar for her. I got like the the like there's that stuff. You, the, there's that stuff actually you can get that's really good. It's kind of pricey. It's like I, mean, I think it's like 
30 bucks that you can get like you just put it on them like once a month um it's like this yeah. little lotion stuff and that actually worked really really well it's just but it's, I mean, it's pricey but it works i can't remember what it's called though it's like something life i can't remember what it's called um but uh just look if you go like all like pretty much every vet has it um you can just go right. up there and buy it from them um i recommend that but uh yeah i remember it was really bad and like yeah literally she had no hair on her where she can reach at and then the only like it was so bad that the only way i can like and like for me like i'm like really bad with like bugs bite the shit on me so like my entire like arms and legs were covered in like flea bites mm-hmm. and shit so that i we eventually just like uh i eventually moved out like that's how that's how bad it got with the with the fleas where it's just like dude you know, like you don't even like live here <laughs> it's like and uh you bring your dog over and like you don't really clean her that well so it's like you know at least you're trying he just didn't so uh I remember that being really, really bad and really shitty, but yeah, like it's the fleas are, are not fun to have. Uh, so nah, when you literally have to go forth and like spray his bedding, spray the floor inside the room, also spray your bed just to make sure the damn things are not just crawling over into you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's not fun. <laughs> no, no. So hopefully, hopefully that works out though, but I can, I'll, I'll try to find figure out what that stuff was called. Cause I, I highly recommend it. Cause I put it on when, uh, when I moved out, I, the uh-huh. day, the, the day before I moved out, like the week uh, before I moved out, because I wanted to get him gone before we moved, uh, I put that stuff on her, and we moved out. I never saw another flea. So nice. Um, yeah. So I, I recommend that. I'll, I'll try. Like I said, I'll try to figure it out. But uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's pretty much it going on with me. Uh, but uh, it's been a pretty. It's been, it was a pretty crazy uh week, Gables, with with video game stuff going on. You know, it's we, absolutely. We had the Game Awards in uh, not a. There was a lot of news, but basically it all ended up being tied into Game Awards because. It's kind of like, you know, E3 kind of shit where it's like a lot of rumors, a lot of buzz, stuff like that. And uh, a lot of, you know, like stuff like someone tweeted. What does that mean? (laughs) You're kind of like Ed Boon tweets and like everybody freaks out kind of stuff like that. Uh, Like, oh, Mortal Kombat's going to happen. So then, you know, pretty much 90% of the shit that we had, like I I, I was adding like the rumors and stuff like that. And I was telling you for the podcast, I kept adding them throughout the week. And then like Game Awards happened. And I'm like, all right, I'll go in there and look, see what happened, like what I can take out of here. I'm like, oh, like nine tenths of the shit I had in here is, was like the rumors and stuff were revealed at the game awards. So, um, what's, uh, what's, what's, what's our favorite game awards Gables? Let's, let's jump into, um, kind of, let's start with the reveals first. So a lot of reveals. So they, they did announce that before the show that, uh, Keely did announce, uh, you know, this is something actually I've been talking about for years, but I talked about just last week. And then like the, the night before we tell, I I mentioned this, he announced the, the next day that, uh, he was working on making the show shorter because normally it's like three and a half to four hours. Um, just always been too long. Plus, you have a thirty-minute pre-show in there, so he yeah. did a uh, did announce he was going to work on kind of making it shorter and kind of you know filling in a lot of the uh, the dull moments, like the, kind of like the lulls of the show uh, as right. much as possible, which you never can stop him. But um, man, I thought it's a start off. It was kind of crazy, like some something should happen. But uh, a lot. So we had we had a pre-show here, which normally I don't watch, but I end up I got home in time to watch it uh from work yeah. so uh it was a pretty cool announcement out of this one so start off here we got dead cells return to castlevania yep so dead cells came out 2018 it was a lot of people loved it it was like a metroidvania style roguelike game uh a lot of people like i said a lot of people really really liked it reviewed really really well um and they announced that in early 2023 there is going to be a return to castlevania uh style but like in in uh dead cells so we didn't see any like, gameplay or anything like that, but like 
No, it, it was looks, just a teaser trailer. Yeah, a little teaser, but it's supposed to I mean it sounds like it's coming fairly soon, but it's gonna be looks like it's gonna take place in uh the castle and uh we saw what Simon and um No, we saw like Alucard and and uh, Richter Belmont, so both Rick, of those okay. as well as Dracula, of course, and yeah. it's gonna be go through it's inside like Castlevania itself. That means like just Dracula's castle and stuff, so who knows what type of type of like uh, stuff that's going to be hidden inside there i mean for coming from someone who hasn't never played dead cells and all of a sudden like just went through and uh sees that announcement i'm like okay i guess it's now the time to get into dead cells <laughs> yeah yeah uh I, when i saw that i'm like oh my god the cables is gonna flip when he sees this so oh uh, you're, you're not you're not wrong though because it's like the first thing i see i see dead cells and all of a sudden i'm like i just see outlook card and Richter. i'm like what what yeah what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I saw when I was seeing this, because like I didn't know the I don't I didn't know that was a Dead Cells guy. I don't really know much about Dead Cells other than like that was the guy that got fired from IGN for plagiarizing. That's like the only thing like the only thing oh, I know about IGN. Oh, Philip Mewson and stuff Phil like Mewson, that. His, yeah. all stealing the cover thing up from like a Boomstick Gaming, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only thing I like I know of really Dead Cells. Uh, but uh, I, I thought it was like that. What's that? Um, that Ubisoft Brawlhalla. I thought it was a Brawlhalla thing. Uh, no. Like they were announcing them coming to Brawlhalla. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, shit, okay. And then I see Dead Cell. I'm like, all right, cool. So Gable's going to flip out. Something uh, I flipped out about, um, but not when it happened. Today, two days later, uh, they announced Valiant Hearts coming home, which uh, Valiant people don't know Valiant Hearts was an amazing game that came out in 2014. It was made by Ubisoft. Um, and it's like a, just a, it was like a really beautiful, well, really well done, really unique uh they that, they're doing that really cool like UB art stuff. Um, and they're like in that area we had like Child, Child of Light and uh, uh, Valiant Hearts and like Raymond Origins. They're doing some really cool like side projects. And obviously they don't really do those anymore. But uh, man, I fucking loved it. Uh, and it was like it's like a 2D like kind of like puzzle solving game. Uh, but it took place during World War One, and it was just a really. But it was also like at the same time a really well told like story of like different perspectives of the war. Um, and you also had a you also had a dog, um, but um, so they announced this that it was coming to mobile, yep. uh, and I'm like, oh okay, so they're bringing Valiant Hearts to uh, mobile. That's cool. I mean, hey, I'm like, that's cool. Like eight years later, like still uh, still doing that. And apparently, that's coming early next year as well. Um, but I found out today, Gables, when I, I went back yeah. and I rewatched the trailer and I read about it. This is the sequel to the game. This is a, yes, this it is. This is a sequel. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> So it's uh, Ubisoft is working with Netflix to bring this. It's I can't I can't remember the name of the studio, but it is not the uh, the first studio. They uh, like right. broke off did their own thing. They made a game a couple of years ago called Eleven Eleven Memories Retold. That was like a, oh, it was a, it yeah. was it was yeah. an okay game. It wasn't like great, uh, but uh, like Elijah Wood did the voice acting for it and um, uh, did like water watercolor style like uh, art design. Uh, but it was pre- it was it was pretty good. But it wasn't like it, it wasn't blow me away. My dog is being weird again. Sorry, he's he's a uh, feeling a little sick. Um, but uh, give me one second here, Gables. I'm gonna do a share okay. screen, and I want you to to uh, talk about this one real fast. I'm gonna check on my dog. So, okay. give, I'm so sorry, everybody. Give me uh, one second here. So, boom. You see that, Gables? Yes, I do. All right. Uh, can you, uh, talk about that one, please. Hellboy. All right. So to start off with, this trailer pops up, right, and it's like a desolate sort of like scene. It's kind of dark. It's like, look, it's like inside of a castle sort of, that's like a medieval type of setting. Right. And then 
out of nowhere, you know, you see this werewolf or something that just pop out of the darkness. And then all of a sudden you see a, on the opposite end, you see a glowing pair of uh, yellow eyes, right? It didn't dawn on me at first until after the reveal and stuff like that. But uh, this is the revealing of a Hellboy game, like Hellboy, like the Web of Weird. I think that's what it's called. And basically what this game looks like it's going to be, it looks like a action-oriented, like, a Hellboy game, you know, to where it's like, it definitely had that sort of, like, a 3D action sort of style and thing, like, a just straight-up action game and stuff, and it retains the classic art style from the comic books and stuff like that, and I really love the look of it, obviously, but, uh, yeah, Hellboy, Web of Weird and stuff. I'm actually fairly excited to see where this game is going to be going in that regards. Because if that was the preview and we're seeing this type of action stuff and nothing like, say, hokey or pretty like goofy in terms of other game styles and stuff, this could potentially be a good game. Yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, yeah, they have like the art style. love the the look and design of it. Uh, but I mean, obviously the teaser trailer, but I, I guess um, it is a roguelike. So. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously I'll wait and see with that one. I mean, uh, I'm not... A, typically a big roguelike person but hey um i i did love like the hellboy movies and stuff like that and i love the the look of this so i definitely would be i first i thought this was that wolf among us or something and then yeah like that's what a lot of people thought too you know yeah took me it took me a minute to figure out like oh i like i kind of saw when you kind of saw like the shadow of the arm like is that fucking Hellboy? so um i'm definitely it's definitely on my radar now um i can't see what the gameplay is so uh Look forward to that. Um, next up, we had like a little bit of a, um, a VR section here with PSVR. They had, like we got a new trailer for Horizon VR uh, called The Mountain. Um, mm-hmm. We also had another thing called Post Trauma, that is kind of like uh, like yeah, it's kind of like, like what like a Silent Hill style game, but like like it, it's like a it looks like you're almost like a, a security guard, but like you know you're, you're it's a it's a wide boy, so that's cool. Hey, uh, we don't see a lot of fat protagonists, so uh, that really. was that's kind of cool to see. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. It was kind of just like not not a lot of gameplay. It was just a lot more of like you know, it's like it's gonna be dark. It's gonna be kind of scary. It's Silent Hillish. Uh, I don't know. It's definitely one thing. Like these things are like there's a million of these, so it's kind of like roguelikes. There's a million of them, so it's just like you know, it's like Metroidvanias, roguelikes, Silent Hill style games. Uh, in the Indian these in the, in the uh, indie space, there's a ton of them. So I don't. I mean, it's definitely a thing. Like you're definitely kind of helps. Pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- obviously, th- this being on uh, the awards gives it a leg up to get more uh, views. So, I mean, I don't know if we see it again. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, next up, we here we had a uh, viewfinder that is like that. Um, it's like that sublim sub, sub was that subliminal? I think the game was called, where it's like where you like you move things around to like like you move pictures around to like solve puzzles, then you can walk through them. Yes, that uh, puzzle game. It kind of yeah. looked like similar to that in terms of its style of yeah. puzzle solving. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. Yeah, you know, like those are not my games, but uh, there's a, definitely a big audience. I saw I saw people that are actually like really excited for that game. So hey, like, cool, more uh, more people for that. Um, next up here we have Scars Above. Um, this is like a third person uh, shooter game. Um, I, I whenever I, whenever we we've seen it before, I can't remember where we saw that. I think it might have been at Summer Game Fest actually. Um, it just kind of gives me like Returnal vibes. Um, which, oh, I can hey, see that. Uh, I kind of, when I played Returnal, I liked playing the game. I just like I, said, I don't like roguelikes, stuff like that. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Like if like Returnal is a game I definitely would fuck with. But if if they took out the roguelike part of it, um, so I don't know. I mean, like if this isn't a roguelike, 
it's definitely on my on my radar of a game that could be fun to play. I'm, I, you know, I mean, I don't, who knows if it's like the gameplay is gonna be as tight as that, but I don't know. I don't know if that tickles your fancy at all, Gibbles. It didn't really like impress me all too much in terms of its reveal and stuff, but uh, I can see what uh, inspiration is behind it. But at the same point, it really didn't seem anything that really latched me onto it. Yeah. Um, next up here, we had a Relic Hunters Legend Gables. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know this game at all. It's a four player, uh, four person multiplayer arena style game. Yeah, you know what? I didn't really, I just wasn't really too impressed with it either. I don't remember anything about. I mean, that's the problem with some of these. Like sometimes you get so much. Like I went back and I try to like watch most of these trailers. Like because yeah, like there's so much shit thrown at you, especially like they do like back to back to back. Like you totally forget. Um, or like you're still like you haven't recovered from the last thing they showed, and they immediately go to the next thing. So, um, dude, don't feel bad, man. I mean, I mean, I watched that conference like since this past Thursday and stuff like that a couple of times from a couple of different perspectives, got a little bit of people and stuff. I didn't even remember half of these fucking yeah. games. Well, some of the things like, I remember like them being shown, but I'm like, I can't, I don't remember anything of it. Cause like, um, we'll get to it, but like they immediately followed Hades two up with, um, Judas. So I'm like, Holy shit. So I'm like, I don't even, I'm like, I'm still, I haven't recovered from Hades yet. And we're, we're moving on to fucking the, the follow to Bioshock here. Okay. Um, next up here, they announced the hide and seek game, uh, for uh, coming to Among Us, which uh, it's coming uh, actually out now on December, it came out yesterday on the ninth. Uh, Are you sure it's like an actual game or just like a, just it's a just mode it's just a mode inside the game. Um, but right. uh, oh no, actually it's technically a new mode and not, yeah, it's a new mode, not a new game. Yeah, so it's just it's just add on. I guess like um, there's been like mods of this already, and people have already kind of done this in the game already. So now they're just kind of officially making it a new mode in the game. So. Yeah, that uh, sounds nice. Yeah. I mean, so. I am kind of excited to try a little bit more of Among Us and stuff like a hide and seek mechanic. I mean, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we both got it. So, yeah, maybe we'll check it out. Uh, I think it's on Game Pass as well. So, or at least it was. Uh, After Us, this game definitely stuck with me. It's like a, a game of flower vibes. Well, yeah. Yeah. That game company. Yeah, I don't know if it, I'm not too sure if it's the one that actually got through. I think it's like another game, but uh, it definitely kind of left the vibes to like a journey. Yeah, type yeah, of it's, game. it's it's not made by that game company that made like Journey, yeah, and Flower, but like it definitely looked like Flower. Um, it kind of gave me like you're like a girl that's kind of like floating along, and like there's like flowers are blooming as you're going. Um, there's like a ghost dog, which is adorable. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, like. I just love the vibe of it. And like, I love flower yeah. back in the day. Um, I love journey. And we like, I know like that game company, they made that um, game called, I think it's called sky, but it's like a free to play melody game. I'm not really sure. Uh, it's, it just came to, it finally came to, it's been on switch forever, but it finally came. It was like, it was on mobile for a long time. And then it finally came to switch right. like last year. And now it's on like PlayStation and Xbox, but it's free to play. I've not checked it out, but um, I don't know. But the, yeah, this looks like the, the closest thing we've had in a long time to like a, a flower style game so um i definitely this be a game that i want to check out when it comes out uh replaced we got a new trailer for that that game just continues to look f- fucking incredible um this was revealed a few years ago at like an xbox press conference and then they announced last year at e3 that it was coming to game pass just come out in 2022 uh and then they were supposed to have a trailer at uh at summer game fest in june but uh, unfortunately this company is based out of ukraine so uh, they all had to leave the country, and that, so they can you know, obviously you know, take care of themselves. Um, so that game was supposed to come out uh, this year, but unfortunately, it's not coming out. And no, no date yet. Um, but still, it's supposed to, still plan to come to like uh, Game Pass and PC and stuff. So, uh, but that game continues to look absolutely incredible. So, 
Um, I don't know if you have anything you want to add on that one, Gables. For replaced, I mean, it still looks decent. It still looks pretty good and stuff like that, though. I just I'm waiting until it eventually does release, so I can do, so I can like try it out. You know? Yes, it just seems interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, it's more. Uh, it's 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 not just all style. So hopefully, there's some substance there. Um, next up here, we had um, Street Fighter Six. The uh, the release date uh, did uh, Sony PlayStation actually leaked the release date on their store page. The, on, yeah, they the did. Before, um, it's coming June second. Um, showed up some new, some more characters, but you know the characters have already all been leaked uh, a long time ago. But uh, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, Gables, you you are the fighting game guy. How are you feeling about Street Fighter Six and June second being the date? Okay, for one, that date that's fine by me. As in regards to like a whole bunch of the different types of experiences from when Street Fighter Five launched and the state that was in, I'm I am happy that it's going to be releasing inside of the month of June. Because from there on and stuff, collected from all sorts of testing in terms of the beta and everything else from that and stuff, it just means the launch of it is going to be better than what initially was with Street Fighter V, which that makes me entirely happy in that regards. Inside the gameplay trailer itself, you know, we saw four characters, one of them a returning character and three of them brand new. I absolutely love... Was was he one of the new ones? Yeah, well, no, 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 no. DJ's been around for a hell of a long time since I would want to say Street Fighter to the new challengers and Super Nintendo okay. and Genesis alike. But uh, I absolutely love the design of DJ. I absolutely love, like, his stage is pretty much like D, like, just surrounded like this whole, like, this uh, Jamaican, like, uh, music, like, kind of like a, like a rock little festival or something like that, and like all the beats and all this other stuff. And he retains a lot of his, like, his classic moves in regards to, like, his, uh, his charging up attacks, like he has this sort of like a bullet upper type of like thing to where it's like if you hold down on the D-pad and then up, he'll actually just go forth and like hit the person and stuff like that with these like specific types of like uh, rapid punch successions and stuff like that going through. But uh, I love the way that they structure DJ in that regards, but I definitely love a lot of the new characters that are introduced here, like uh, Marissa. She's more like a gladiator in terms of that. I mean, she literally has a helmet, right? And when she takes it off, her hair is like literally molded like to the thing of her helmet. And she looks like more or less like those strong style type of fighters and stuff to where you could go do a couple of different types of combos. And then like you could just juggle and just like just time things correctly and stuff. The the dancer, that uh, that dancer like from France or something like that, she looks pretty cool. A lot of her fights, a lot of her movements and stuff is basically like based upon specific type of dances and stuff like maybe ballerina or in terms of whatever, though. But it, she looks more graceful in terms of like the style of like character that she is in that regards. And then we finally got a chance to look at like the uh, the the villain character's entire thing is also like a psycho power sort of like user or something like that in JP. What struck me was kind of weird about him and stuff like that. It's like you first see him, right? His character kind of reveal and stuff like that. He has like this overall trench coat and like this is Kane and stuff. I initially thought it was either G or like from Street Fighter Five or Q from like Street Fighter Three, but uh, no, this dude. What we know about him now in terms of like the trailer is like one, he's got psycho power akin to like say Bison and stuff from the other games and stuff. But two, it's like the way his movements go through and how seamless. Although he uses a psycho power in terms of like how he just manipulates his opponents and this and that, you know, on top of the super that you saw like towards the end of the trailer, it looked fairly fantastic in my, in my honest opinion. It makes me excited because a lot of the various stuff that Capcom has up to this point, showing up Street Fighter Six, 
and all the different characters that have been unveiled so far in terms of what they're going through and doing in terms of single player stuff. It's looking like this is going to be almost sort of like a resurgence for Street Fighter in general. I mean, that's just me assuming in that regards. But they took a lot of time and effort into crafting a lot of these characters. And definitely from this last reveal from the Game Awards and stuff, I am fairly confident this damn game is going to be a freaking contender for one of the best fighting games of the year. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm just impressed by it. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously, I mean, by not knowing DJ's been around for like 30 years, uh, not a big fighting game fan. So, uh, hey, man, it's no big deal. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I, I love I, I love uh, just looking at it. So it's definitely a game I'd like to like, dude, check it's out. one of the dude. It's one of the most it, that's the thing about it. You know, you have a great fighting game. If, like, if you can easily just go and watch the matches, you can keep track of what's going on without having to be like focusing on too many other types of stuff, you can actually watch matches of Street Fighter Six, and it feels like, oh, God, I want to watch the next one, and I want to watch the next yeah. one, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely, uh, hopefully there's like an open beta or something we can get into, because I'd like to check it out. And it also gives yeah, them a no chance shit. to uh, get into, um, <laughs> fuck, what is it called? Uh, X, uh, no, XO? No. Um, what's the fighting game tournament, Gables? Evo. Evo. God damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, so, because that's usually like end of July, early August, so it gives them a couple months there, so. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty exciting news there. Um, Hades too, uh, like mentioned already, uh, shocking. Uh, I get maybe not super shocking. I think a lot of people were like, uh, not that it leaked, but a lot of people were assuming that they're going to go to a, like a new Hades or like a, a DLC or something. Hades. Or yeah. Whatever. Uh, so we're getting Hades too. Uh, this one you play, it looks like the sister, uh, and you're like fighting witches. Um, uh, they're going to, it's going into early access, kind of like Hades one, uh, when early access in 2018 eventually came out in 2020. Uh, this is coming out early access next year, um, so I loved Hades. I wasn't able, never able to finish it. Uh, it's definitely kind of got the juices flowing here. They're like, well, maybe, uh, maybe I should go back and give us a, go back and try to finish this game finally. But then also I look at all the games that got dates at this show, and I look at the first half of next year, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to fit that in. But um, yeah, this looks incredible. Uh, I love super giant games. Uh, I think pretty much. Uh, everything they put out has been excellent. Pyro was okay, but uh, like uh, Bastion and Transistor were fantastic. Hades, obviously, yeah. one of the best games of 2020. Uh, so hey, I mean, Hades too. I know a lot of people out there were super excited for that, uh, and I'm I'm happy for those people. Uh, but then, like I said, they followed up with uh, immediately followed up with a game called Judas coming out. Uh, yeah. So this is from oh, I forgot his name, Kevin. Ken Levine. Ken Levine. Thank you, uh, Ken Levine. Uh, who was uh, kind of like the main person behind the Bioshock games, made Bioshock 1 and Infinite, um, and two, obviously, the most beloved games of the 360 PS3 era. And I put a game out since 2013 with Bioshock Infinite, and, like, I think it was Irrational, Irrational Games was the name of the studio. I remember us talking about it when they closed the studio down. Like, Ken Levine was, like, he wanted to, like, go make, like, smaller games. And we're, like, <laughs> like they laid all the people off. And it's, like, and then he left the company, and then he started his own thing. And it's, like, and then like the whole thing was to make different stuff, and it's like he's been talking about like he's done some interviews here and there about like this game is made nothing you've ever seen before. It's gonna be a totally different thing. And it's like it looks like Bioshock. <laughs> so, uh, and so it's, it's always funny when that happens. Like I'm not like trying to talk too much shit here, but uh, I love Bioshock. I love the Bioshock uh, trilogy. Even like, hey, two is actually really good. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, it looks like Bioshock, and that you know honestly, that's kind of really really what I want. Uh, so we haven't had. We've had games that have had the art style, but haven't matched like the storytelling and the characters and the world. 
uh, that they've been able to do with Bioshock. So right, I know there's a Bioshock game in development at 2K, but it's like it's not the original people, and we have no idea what that game looks oh, like. No. What the game's, what that game's gonna the, be? It's like you could try to copy the formula, but I mean, it's it's not as it's not that easy. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully they can do it because I would love it if Bioshock was relevant again in, in the 2020s. But yeah, I from what we've seen, it's not a lot. This game, uh, I'm I'm all I'm fully on board for whatever this is. <coughs> what about you, Evils? Well, honestly, yes. In regards to like, say, even just taking a little bit back, you know, in terms of like Hades two, definitely surprised about that. Definitely did love what I have played the original, but I wasn't expecting them to do a direct sequel to it. But then again, looking back, it's one of their most popular games to date from that company, so it yeah. made sense to go with the sequel from that foray. Probably not going to see anything until like 2024 for that thing and sort of a full well, release. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for full release, probably be like 2025. I mean, the first game wasn't early access for over two years, so. Right. But in terms of Judas and stuff, God, this is the closest to Bioshock and stuff that Bioshock could get in that regards. But that's not a bad thing. A lot of what I saw from that trailer, there was a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of interesting ideas a lot of interesting things going on on the screen you had little tidbits of like actual gameplay that was hidden inside there in terms of that and it definitely seemed more akin to his original work in bioshock so it's like nothing much to argue about that one i mean hell i like the game announcement i like the fact that it's quintessentially bioshock without saying it's bioshock essentially and yeah yeah you know what i'm all i'm all in for that one yeah and um What's funny is like I guess I was I was seeing some people like they're like you know games media people and stuff like that talking about like they saw a trailer for this game over six years ago at like E3 2016 what? yeah like it was like early what? early trailer but like this game has been in development for a very long time so uh, yeah sixteen yeah so I mean it's been six and a half years since people saw that and, like I'm shocked it's never like I mean as far as I I know it. I haven't seen the leaks about it. We haven't really heard too much about what he's doing. No, that's so. akin to a, that's like a testament in itself that a game has been in development for that long and nobody even caught wind yeah. of it. Well, and like the fact that like they showed this trailer to people, and it didn't leak. So uh, it's six and a half <laughs> years. So like the only thing we really had is like Ken Levine talking about it. So um, yeah, um, pretty uh, you know it's pretty incredible uh, nowadays. Uh, next up, another thing pretty incredible here. Uh, Bayonetta Origins, uh, Cereza and the Lost Demon. Uh, that's coming. I uh, what is it? Sometime in March. I can't remember the date. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, I don't. March seventeenth. I think it is. I think it was March seventeenth. Unfortunately, this person did not put the date down. Let me. I, I don't know. Was, I mean, so a lot of people don't know is like, and I, I, that even people that played the game don't know that. Um, when you beat the game, like they add this thing where like you can uh, like you go in and like, there's like a secret ending where like after you beat the game, you go and like you find like, there's like these three items you find, you go back and like replay chapters and they're like hidden right. in there, but you have to beat the game to like unlock them first. And um, like I beat the game and like, I didn't even like know they like did that. And then, like, it unlocks, like, this, like, secret, like, little ending thing where, like, basically it's almost like a demo, like, a like it's like a five-minute demo of what we saw of this Bayonetta Ceriza thing. And 
yeah so that's coming out it's like it's coming you can pre-order it now it is yeah march 17th you're right gables um i don't know what the price is and all that how long this is going to be i don't even know like let's see in terms of the pricing it's actually going to be a full-on 60 dollar title from what i've been hearing Yes, that's the same reaction that a lot of gamers have had in regards to learning about the price of this game. Because from what we have saw and how much of a shocker that was when we see Bioshock, I mean, Bayonetta, and all of a sudden have that game actually gone forth and all the gameplay and all the other stuff, and it kind of looks like, say, an indie work almost. And that's not a detriment. I mean, it looks, in my honest opinion, this game looks pretty cool in regards to its art style in terms of like what it's going through, but... Yeah, this is a full-on $60 release. Yeah. So either this thing is going to be longer than what we initially had thought, or there's going to be something else that we have not seen yet that's going to, like, you know, quintessentially, like, spin it in a different way. Yeah. But, I, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if this is, like, going to be, like, a full physical release or not either. So I, I guess I, I, didn't, I assume it was a small thing, so it's just it's on, like, it's gonna be digital only, but I didn't know it was like sixty bucks. So yeah, hopefully it's yeah. a beefy thing. But yeah, I mean it. Like you could like you like you introduce like the demon, one of the demons you you control in in the in the main Bayonetta game. So I don't know. I mean, right. This is not a thing that like like oh fuck yeah I'm gonna check this out. But uh, I was like oh fuck are they doing like DLC for this? Because like I'm kind of that's initially what I thought too. They were gonna do some form of DLC from like Bayonetta three or something like that. But no. Yeah. Wow, Ooh, 60 bucks. Okay. Um, hey, Boo Boo, you doing only... Louis finally came out. He's been feeling a little sick here today. Um, next up, we have uh, Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord. Uh, that is a VR title. They announced this a while, a while back. It's like a four player co op Ghostbuster game. So, um, I don't I mean anything you want to know on Gables. No, not really. Okay. Uh, Gables, I know <laughs> you, there's probably something you want to add on this one Destiny 2 Lightfall. Uh, so they, they got, we got some gameplay for that. I don't know if they've shown gameplay before. I know they've already announced the title. Uh, they've announced but... the title. They had a teaser trailer, but at the same time, this is the first actual gameplay we've seen of the Lightfall expansion stuff. And from what it seemed, from what I've seen, though, it looks really decent in that regards. I mean, it looks like there's a bunch of uh, this city they're going through and exploring. It looks like there's like a bunch of neon lights and all those other type of shit yeah. and stuff. Neon and, like, me- a... Metropolis? Me- Metro- Metropolis or something Metropolis. like that. There's supposed to be like grappling hooks and all this other type of shit yeah. that's supposed to be reminiscent and stuff. And it looks like there's going to be new different types of character classes based upon certain like uh, certain other types of like, uh, oh, God, oh, gosh, basically some of these like uh, classes coming up into this type of expansion. And stuff. It looks like it's entirely different than past previous ones before it, obviously, but uh, look more like they look more like a. Uh, traditional classes in terms of like say maybe like a warrior maybe like this or that i but uh, from what i initially have seen from it you know it seems all right you know it doesn't seem yeah. like half bad it doesn't seem like anything that's like lacking in terms of that plus i'm more interested in seeing how the story progresses based upon what you completed for like the expansion stuff for uh witch queen and stuff yeah. like that because the end of the expansion from witch queen leading up it's like there's introduces you like the source of like a like a higher power that's responsible for influencing like a, like a race of uh race of beings and stuff like that to go completely like uh crazy and all this and stuff that you've been fighting ever since destiny one and then all of a sudden it's like you have like one being that's responsible basically almost like a complete god is what they're trying to say is what this person is and has sort of like manipulation over like different other type of races and other types of events and stuff that led up to 
going through with Lightfall. Yeah. Um, a lot, I enjoyed looking at it. It looks like a lot, like a lot faster than the main game. From what, yeah, from my, I haven't played. I only played the first, like the the first um, expansion of that. So I'm not, like way behind that. I'm never been, obviously I'm not big on the lore of it. But uh, my one big gripe here, Gables, that takes place on Neptune. Uh, Neptune is a gas giant. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know. There is I no, know. there is no like, there's no nothing to like land on. It's it's literally a planet of gas. It's a ball of gas, people, and we would be crushed well before we get to like anything that possibly we could stand on. Uh, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, <laughs> but then again, it's like, it's video games. So maybe some of our time. I want logic in my video games, Gables. What the fuck's going on with the egg in the sky? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the egg in the sky. Anyways, um, get your shit right. People come on now. Uh, Suicide Squad Killer Justice League here. No, no. Uh, so we didn't get any gameplay of this. We got like a little. We got some more like another cutscene here, uh, and we see uh, uh, Batman. Uh, we get the voice. It's uh, Kevin Conroy is going to be back. It is his last time ever, sadly, playing the voice of Batman. A very. I like. I really love the the way the trailer was kind of was done. It was really well made. Of like, yes, him jumping down, and obviously he's like evil in this one, uh, or well, he's being taken over. Um, but I love the fact that um, you know we have, we have Kevin here back for it. Um, it oh, they also did announce it wasn't part of the trailer, but Jeff Keighley did announce afterwards it's coming out May twenty sixth. Um, but I love I just love the, the whole thank you Kevin. This is the last time Kevin will ever play Batman, which is kind of I mean yeah no shit. Which I think a lot of people I know a lot of people I've seen a lot of people really excited that huge Batman fans obviously crushing for a lot of people when sadly he passed away from cancer earlier this year. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's definitely cool. We're getting, getting one more of it, but also I think it's, uh, it adds, um, a lot more pressure, I think, to the studio to do right by this game. Cause, uh, absolutely. Boy, because you're going to have a lot of eyes. Yeah. If you thought you had a lot of eyes before, it's like, now people are going to have this under a microscope because of the fact that this is Kevin Conroy's last performance as the Batman. Yeah. So there's going to be a ton of people that are going to be wanting to buy this in terms of playing it. I mean, hell, now I'm more interested in wanting to play this game because of that. And I have not seen gameplay of it yet. We've seen gameplay, uh, but we've seen, like, clips. Like, they do, like, fast. Like, they do, like, four sec. We never see, like, uncut gameplay. So it's like, we don't really know what this game is yet. It's like, is it a, is a live-action game? Is it, like, a, or not live, but, like, a live-service game? Or is this, like, a multiplayer game? What is this game exactly? Like, I love like the comedy of it. It's really good. I love the characters of it. It's right. just a matter of like, I want to see that gameplay because like it's definitely like, are we looking at like a, like a Gotham Knights situation here? Like I don't think it'd be that bad, but like, well, what are we looking at here? And I hope I just hope the game comes out. Like, it's been delayed multiple times, so hopefully they got enough time to get this thing done. And uh, yeah, no, I just last thing here. I hope they don't make this like a big advertising thing. Don't exploit this. Like it's cool. I like totally fine. Like, hey, we got Kevin Conroy back for this. This will be his last time doing it. Obviously, totally fine to say that. Just don't build an advertising budget around that. Okay. I hope uh, not. Like this should be like the one last push, and uh, of that, and let's move on. Um, other than that, I mean, but uh, yeah, I, ho- I mean, I hope I hope we're able to do right by uh Kevin with Batman because, boy, would that could be be bad if that game comes out and it's a seventy on Metacritic. Um. But um, anyways, uh, moving on here to Star Wars Jedi Survivor um, coming out uh, March. I'm going through this one. I, 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 I like I saw so I, I used there was multiple options for 
which one I wanted to use for uh, like p- people that actually like, wrote everything out into like one article of what happened. I like yes. this one here because they did it in order, but they didn't put a lot of like detail in like the announcement and like it's like two sentences and they move on. There's like no dates and like that. Uh, so I'm like I have like two open now where I'm cutting between. So anyways, Star Wars Jedi Survivor coming March twenty March seventeenth, which I did leak uh, beforehand. Um, I believe that they actually yeah accidentally leaked that themselves. Um, another Steam page leaked that. That's what it was. Uh, so I've got Cal Kestis coming back here, and now he's got a beard. So he's uh he's got like he's like punished Cal or something going on here. Uh, but uh, we got some gameplay for that. Like uh, first first time seeing gameplay for that. Um. I, I, I talked about back when I played um, Fallen Order when it first came out uh, in November 2019. And I, I thought it was like, it was okay. It was, it was, my big issue was like, they took a lot of things from other games, but they didn't really find it. Like they did it, like they did like a B plus job in all of it. And it never really like, did a good job of like tying it all together in. Uh, and also the game came out and it just wasn't done. It was a lot of bugs, a lot of glitches. Uh, there was a lot of frustration there. Also the map was uh, horrible. Um, but um, this game, this trailer at least, looked really good, Gables. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of, I went from like, eh, whatever. I'm not like super pumped for this. So like, uh, they got me. Like, you know, someone that like loved Star Wars growing up in the last few years, uh, has really hated Star Wars. Uh, I'm like, fuck, it's like, man, they just, a good trailer, a couple songs and like, I'm in. Uh, so like, I love like some cool stuff where like he, one point he pulls out two fucking lightsabers. That was pretty badass. Or like they, like the stormtrooper went to go shoot him, and he like used his, uh, used the fucking Jedi. What? That was a Jedi power. What's yeah. When he pulls him in and like, he's like, you're going to shoot. And he pulls him in and he turns him around and he shoots and the, the stormtrooper shoots the, the other stormtroopers instead. That was pretty cool. Or like, there was the one where he's fighting the robot and he pulled it in. The robot shot at him and he pulled the the fucking robot in, and the the bullet from that robot shot it uh, shot itself. Like, fuck yeah, let's go. Uh, I'm like the the, the 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 traversing stuff like that looked really good. Um, God damn it, Gables. Uh, I hope this game is really good because um, I would. It'd just be nice to be excited about fucking something Star Wars again. Uh, and I don't know. I thought it looked like it could be awesome. What about you, Gables? Well, yeah, definitely looks promising in that regards. I mean, hell, I, there was a lot of good things about the trailer that was brought to light. I thought the game looked fairly good. I thought the gameplay aspect looked like it had a lot of potential. But at the same time, you know, it's in that hot month and stuff between a couple other different games that are going to be releasing at that point, And yeah. I'm going to be more focused upon Resident Evil 4 Remake. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> the first half of next year is is incredible, and March alone is just nuts. Um, that's I, that's definitely a podcast we have to do here soon when we get like Christmas comes up. We're we're gonna have to look at just like the first half of next year uh, is incredible. Um, yes, of what we know. <laughs> yeah, and that's what we know. I mean, obviously, some things probably get delayed, but Jesus Christ, um, it does have a concern a little bit though. Like I know EA has been doing a good job of like. Like they've definitely changed their mindset on a lot of things. We're seeing like them change. Like they're not doing like um like a lot of microtransactions. They're doing. They're actually like focusing on like single player games. Like we're getting Dead Space next month. We're getting obviously uh, we had like Fallen Order and stuff like that. And uh, um, there was that stretch there for a long time where EA would put a game out almost every March, and it's because they want to get that like that, that game's not done yet, but they got to get it out for the end of the fiscal year. 
and yep. it comes out and there's all kinds of problems with it. I mean, it's been, it's, it's, I don't think it's, it's been a little while since it's happened with him. Uh, but I mean, hell, like I said, Fallen Order came out in November of 2019 and that game probably should have been a March 2020 game. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, they've gotten, I mean, Battlefield 2042 just last year. Um, so I don't know. Well, hopefully that game comes out and it's good and it's done. Um, but next up here we have Party Animals. That's like that Human Fall Flat style game. Um, that game was supposed to come out this year, and we haven't. We literally haven't. They announced it. It's coming to Game Pass. They announced it was at E3 for Microsoft last year, and they announced it for this year. And we literally haven't seen or heard a thing from that thing, that game until Game Awards this, this Thursday. Uh, and apparently it's coming yeah. out next year, and we got with no no date or anything like that. So I don't know. It looks like it looks like literally just Human Falls Flat, but you play as animals. What about you, Gibbs? I'm not really too interested inside of like the party animal sort of like aesthetics from what I saw. I thought it was kind of passable really at best. Mm. It would be cool though. I hope it has like online play. Yeah. You know, I mean, that. this is like definitely like, this is a perfect, it's coming to game pass. So this is like, this is a perfect game pass game. Uh, so like, yeah, like definitely like if we can get, cause like it's up, it's update player. So if like, this would be a fun ass game to play. If we can get like a talk shit gamer night together with this. Um, like I <laughs> yeah, that'll probably be the only way we can actually play that game. It's like we have like a bunch of other people playing with us. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely would end some friendships uh, with that game. Um, next up though, we had uh, Earthblade, which is the next game from uh, oh, extremely okay games. What they call they used to be uh, called Matt Manx Games. Uh, they made like Towerfall and Celeste. Mm-hmm. Celeste being the big one. Um, and uh, showed it off here. It kind of looks like I mean, it's kind of got this Celeste look and like the platforming of it. But, um, oh, Jesus Christ. OBS is being weird here. Sorry, people. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It's like a Metroidvania, like, but like some Celeste platforming looks pretty good. I love Celeste. Um, what what was your thoughts on seeing this one? I'm very much, I am actually exceedingly excited to see where this game is going to be going here because they brought up a good premise. I do trust the developer, considering that it was one of my games of the year, Celeste, back when it came out. Yep. So, <laughs> yes, I want to play this game when it eventually does release. Although there was not really any type of tentative date, it's just for them just developing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, Towerfall, I thought it was a very good game. But it was like, man, if that game had like online multiplayer, it would have been fucking amazing. Um, so let's uh, let's hope. Uh, this game comes out. And I mean, it's gonna be 2024, so I don't know. Um, but I am, I am hopeful for this game because uh, I, I would love to uh, play another game from them because they make uh, pretty great games, Gables. Uh, but yes. next up here, a guy that used to make pretty good games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Oh, I was thinking of you all the way as soon as I saw this Hideo Kojima game things. All of a sudden, it's Death Stranding to you. It's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, when you, that's that's enough, Lou. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest with you, man. I mean. It's typical Hideo Kojima, you know? It's like you got a trailer right here. You get, you don't know what the hell's happening throughout most, if not all of it, and stuff like that. Then yeah. like, there's like a big tree, like teaser or something like that at the end. Somehow, like, Norman Reedus pops up, and he's incredibly older in that regard. So and like, his fetus is no so, longer a fetus? 
yeah, it's no longer a fetus. It looks like an actual, <laughs> like a full-on child, which ends up like doing this and all that. It's just a lot of stuff hidden and to be re-examined by other different types of YouTubers and all this other stuff, which bear in mind, you know, that's fine and all that stuff. I'm more interested in seeing how this gameplay will be and if it's going to be radically different from the original. Yeah. Because yeah. what keeps me from wanting to play the original and stuff like that, I mean, granted, from the hour, what was it, an hour, hour and a half I did play of the original Death Stranding and stuff, I mean, it was fairly interesting in certain aspects of it, but at the same time, you know, it's like I got bored of it rather quickly. I mean, it's... It's just something that I thought was just a little bit too vague, and I'm really just tempted just to watch the story on YouTube. That's it yeah. <laughs> for the original. Yeah. So I'm more interested in seeing how Hideo Kojima is going to address some bit of the critiques that he received through the last game and see what's going to go forth and for Death Stranding 2. Yeah. <sighs> uh, I my, my one hope is like this game is radically different from the first game. Well, yeah, uh, that could no, be oh, that's definitely possible. It's like, man, you made one of the greatest self games ever in Metal Gear Solid Five. It's like, man, I just, I hope like you build upon, like, please do that. I mean, he, we did see that, um, because like we talked about that tweet he did, and he has like three different images, and people didn't know what it meant. And then like, uh, kind of later on, people were talking about it was like, build, like, kind of the big thing I was coming up with was like, maybe that means three different games. And like now we know for a fact, that was those images mean three different games. So. Uh, Interesting. That yeah, one of those obviously is Death Stranding Two. The other one is the Overdose game we talked about. That's the video yeah. leaked a little while back that we watched on here, um, and we don't know what the third game. So like, is that Overdose game? Is that the Microsoft game, or is that like because we know he's making a we've heard before he was making a game for Microsoft. And he was making a smaller game. So it's Interesting. Like, so is Overdose a smaller game, or is Overdose the Microsoft game? And is a, is there another game that's just who fucking knows? I hope that Death Stranding is because. Uh, Man, when I play that game, I love the the art. I love the direction, the direction of it. I love, dude, like, I mean, when I say direction, I mean like the director, like the style, the way it's shot. It's like this fucking yes. Kojima, and I, as a Kojima fanboy growing up, and he's been my favorite video game creator ever. Um, man, I hope like I just want to like this game so fucking bad. Um, but um, Gables, um, before we move on, I do want to. I want. I want to ask. We're going kind of long. Do we want to do like a sh after we get done with the game award stuff, do a shorter, like mini episode that we'll post later in the week and we can talk about what we've been playing some other news. After this, yeah, that okay. sounds fine. Okay, because I actually have something really important to talk about. Okay, on the uh, the uh, uh, that we're not we don't really I don't want I don't want I just don't want to make this like a two and a half hour long episode. Uh, okay, so next up here, uh, Immortals of Adium. This is like a, it's an EA original game. Um, I don't, I don't. There was a, it's a single player magic shooter. Like I, I remember, I remember seeing the game, and I just don't remember really. But I don't like, like I remember the trailer. I just don't like nothing stood out to me about this one. Immortals of AVM. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I don't remember too much of it, so it didn't really leave much of an impact on me yeah. either. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a EA original game. Oh, a couple of things that uh, that are not on here, but like that, that were announced that. Uh, Last of Us Part One is coming to PC on March third, and Returnals okay. it was announced for PC, but I don't believe it got a date yet. Uh, but other than twenty twenty three, so yeah, um, about damn time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of surprised Last of Us Part One isn't coming to PC till March third when the show is premiering January fifteenth. Like I figured they probably want to time those out because 
they want to get that Witcher money, you know, kind of like we, we talked about like Witcher and Cyberpunk blowing up after the shows came out. Um, so, I don't know, but whatever. Um, Tekken 8, we got some gameplay for that one for the first time. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> no no date or anything like that. So, I'm, I'm, a lot of people are thinking this game is probably a 2024 game. But, I mean, what was your thoughts on Tekken 8, Gables? It looks fantastic. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I mean, definitely this is going to be like a 2024 game because... For one, they want their own type of individual space from Street Fighter VI, which is completely understandable in that regards. But it could also, but also in terms of like uh, the gameplay of itself, you know, it just it's pretty much continuation from like how Tekken Seven ended and stuff like that in terms of its story, in terms of like everything else. Whereas like one of the main bad guys like Kazuya or something like that kills Hachi and stuff of that stuff, and like as a result, he's just going roughshod and stuff. And now the you have, like, Jid and Kazama and stuff like that. The dude that you see in the trailer right here looks like he's getting, like... Looks like he's getting some, like, help from, like, a reoccurring, like, character in the Tekken series and stuff, like June, her name is, and stuff, which is basically his mom, you know, and, mm-hmm. like, the solid type of stuff. But looking at the trailer, for him, like, in front, you know, it's like... What was presented inside this trailer was pretty cool because we saw a bunch of different, like... uh different types of things and stuff with classic characters, not just classic, but just like returning characters, like say Jean and like Kazuya and also like uh, Lars and stuff like that. So a little bit of gameplay of that. And also for freaking King. I mean, I fucking love King because he's like uh, one of those masked like luchadors or something like that. He's more kind of inspired like by a tiger mask and like new Japan and stuff like that. Hmm. But, uh, Oh, and uh, the reveal of the new version of Jack, which every Tekken has like, it seems like every, uh, mainline edition of Tekken has their own version of Jack. So, for example, like in Tekken 2, you have Jack 2, and then Tekken 3 had Jack 3, and so on and so forth. So we had a check to see a Jack 8, and it looks so crazy, because he literally has this big, like, freaking sword or something. It's like freaking plasma sword or some shit that's gonna be comboed in, in terms of other stuff. But the main takeaway I got from the gameplay of Tekken 8 was, this looks fast and aggressive. Absolutely fast and aggressive because you could actually see characters go forward and just full on run at each other and stuff, huh. as opposed to how you just uh, had to click back on the on the D pad or something like that or on the analog stick or something a couple different times. It'll just jump forward or jump back or something like that, give or take what uh, what directions you're going for. But uh, yeah, I came out fairly impressed of the gameplay I did see for Tekken Eight, and quite honestly, you know, it's like. If it comes out in 2024 at earliest, maybe like a February or a March or something of 2024, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. This is the type of game I want them to get right. I want them to have that initial foray of like an open beta portion or something like that. So that way people can go forth and try out the freaking online connection and stuff. Hopefully this thing has rollback net code. So more people are going to go forth and enjoy it without there being too much online issue because that was one of the main issues for Tekken 7. I mean, hell, my time with Tekken 7 to try to play that game online, there was various lag issues and all this other shit. This game looks better than Tekken has ever looked before in terms of, like, it's all graphical fidelity and they're not really reusing assets from, like, God, from all the way, like, uh, like the PS3 era in terms yeah. of, like, some of their character designs, <laughs> and which was very apparent when it came to Tekken 7. I mean... Hell, as good as those characters look in Tekken 7, you look at Tekken 8, and it looks like an actual, like, a next-generation Tekken game <laughs> in some regards, you know? But, uh, yeah, it's just overall excitement and seeing what else is going to be coming next inside this game as this has me excited about it. 
Yeah, very cool. It may also come in 2024, probably be best too, because I mean, let's face it, like Street Fighter 6 will probably, I mean, overshadow it in every way. So that's why I don't think it's going to be releasing in the same year. Yeah, so <laughs> even if it was ready, I think it'd probably be best. Let's just make it 2024. Um, moving on though, here, uh, Diablo 4, we got like a big, huge, like one of their big CGI trailers. Uh, I thought someone said the, this the best. I heard someone say uh, about Blizzard and like Diablo, where it's like, the, you know, they have to make these cool, like really great, like giant, huge trailers uh, with yeah. no gameplay because the gameplay just looks kind of boring. <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't like, there's nothing that's like a crazy, like, Oh my God, like you can't do quick cuts. Like, like there's no shooting. There's no fast paced action stuff like that. So it's like, the best way to like sell their games is to make these crazy CGI trailers, which hey, obviously it works, and they make really great CGI yeah. trailers. And like, I'm not like shitting on the game, but it's just like it is very, it's very funny and also pretty true. Where it's like, yeah, you show like, it's easy that you can make a badass looking like Star Wars trailer, but it's hard to make a badass looking Diablo Four gameplay trailer. So, uh, but they got we got a June sixth um, release date for that. So um, wait, a June sixth? Yeah. So June's okay. fucking nuts, Gables. June, also a pretty crazy fucking month. Yes, absolutely. It's a crazy month in terms of games and releases. My overall, I think, I thought the CGI trailer for Diablo 4 looked pretty fucking good. Oh, I did like yeah. the performance leading up to that. I mean, it set the atmosphere entirely, like, correct in regards to what it was supposed to be advertising for and stuff. My one complaint, really not much of the gameplay was shown, is just CGI stuff, because I'm all about gameplay stuff. What am I going to get myself into? But the biggest concern I have with this after the Game Awards and stuff is looking forward to that June 6th release date and just seeing is this going to have a good launch or this is going to be like another it, like situation that Blizzard has had over the past couple Overwatch. of years where they've had with Overwatch, they've had with like that freaking Warcraft like three? that Warcraft 3 remaster yeah. that was completely botched and stuff and replaced the original version and stuff. You know, it's like they have a track record of like pretty much messing up their launches with like their main games that yeah. they've put out. So it's like, that's other than like the gameplay aspect, that's my biggest concern about it. Cause they do not want like a entirely like botched up situation. Like those past, like yeah. four well, even, five major releases. <laughs> yeah. Like even Diablo three, when it came out on PC was like completely disaster launch. It didn't work. Absolutely. Had the DRM yeah, had shit. The... Uh, there was the auction house, like all that. Absolutely. That's fucking... the main Thing. Yeah, it took them took them a long time to get that game fixed. So, um, we only we, it's it we only we, we remember it fondly because like by the time it like, came to like consoles and stuff like that, and kind of came more into like you know more. I'm, I'm not trying to diss PC, but like you know it's like kind of a more a, a broader audience. That game was was fine tuned by then. So, um, I don't know. And like there was the article that came out Friday that uh, I guess um, nearly 20 current um, Blizzard employees talked about the development of this game and they are concerned about that, that june 6 release date so um yeah that's never a good sign never a good sign <laughs> when like you're like i mean obviously they were they were it was anonymous but like um reporting i mean i'm not gonna doubt the reporting but uh yeah uh so never a great sign where it's like hey yeah i don't know if that's possible so we also have the same thing about starfield where like they announced that date last year for 11 11 of 2020 yeah. of 2022 and like you start reports where people are like um yeah, how how are we gonna do that? <laughs> so, um, okay, right. uh, but uh, you guys gotta walk away here. So, uh, this one's for me. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, we're getting a DLC. So this leaked a couple days before the snitch on Twitter. Uh, 
kind of did like a little screenshot. People kind of figured out. It's like a picture of the of uh, the focus that's what um, uh, Aloy wears, um, and like kind of pointing at Los Angeles, which uh, it's called the board. They've kind of they've made mention of it in the uh, main game before. So like I was kind of like. Um, slight spoilers for i guess for horizon forbidden west you're not i'm not gonna spoil story stuff but like they bring up the burning shores quite a bit but they never really like so like i'm like oh we're gonna go there eventually and you never actually go there so uh makes sense here that with the dlc where that you're going there uh coming on april 19th no price point it's uh, it's only gonna, this one's only gonna be on ps5 even though forbidden west is on ps4 the dlc is only ps5 but we've kind of seen that past like uh well, final fantasy 7 the dlc they got for that last year was only on next gen so um there's been a history of this so um but I, i'm incredibly pumped april 19th uh fucking I, when they announced this uh like even though like it leaked and i felt you know the snitch has never been wrong i'm like just seeing it and like even though there's no gameplay just like you see like the hollywood sign and uh you see aloy and stuff flying around uh, I like oddly like i went i shot my fist up I'm like horizon and i fucking screamed uh, probably the biggest like the biggest hype moment for me of the show so um, definitely excited for more uh, uh, Horizon Forbidden West um, so any, any reason to go back uh, I'm all for uh, next up here is a game called Blue Protocol it is a MMORPG I believe yeah Bandai Namco was making this uh, it's like a post-apocalyptic uh, world uh, it's like an anime style it basically just looks like Engine Impact it's a it's like it looks like it's gonna be like a free-to-play MMORPG kind of like Genshin is and uh yeah and all they're they're partnering with amazon on this so it's supposed to come out next year sometime but uh i mean yeah i mean it's crazy that uh you know we, we you see this all the time when when like a, a game comes out and it's extremely successful everybody copies it and that's not like a bad thing but like that's just you know everybody you know the the, the games nowadays people were built upon other games made a long time ago you know we're still building upon gta we're still building on building upon Super Mario Brothers, for Christ's sakes, you know, everything builds upon each other. But uh, it's just funny that we we see a lot of these come out. Most of them fail. You get a couple winners out of it. So hey, if it comes out and succeeds, uh, good for them. Hopefully, if it comes out and works, great. Because like I mean, Gigi Impact probably is one of the. I mean, I know it's like we know of it, but we, I don't think it's one of those things where I don't think people recognize how big the game is. Like I think it's it's grossing like nearly a billion dollars a year. So um, that game is fucking huge. Uh, Remnant 2 was announced, uh, coming out in, I think, next year. Uh, the way it was, like, I heard it described, it's like Gun Souls. So it's like a Souls-like, but shooting. Um, next up here is a game called, uh, Banshee's Ghost of Eden. Uh, Ghost of New Eden. Banisher's Ghost of New Eden. New, I'll get it right here eventually. Banisher's Ghost of New Eden. Finally got it. Easy for me to say. Um, this is actually made by the Dota team, um, which uh, I have a soft spot for because they made they are the creators of the Life of Strange franchise. They made Life of Strange one and Life of Strange two, and then like the Captain Spirit little DLC thing we got. Um, and I love Life of Strange one, one of my favorite games of all time. I have the view uh, video watcher right there. I'm pointing at is the art book I have for the for the first Life of Strange game. Life of Strange two is is okay. It was not it did not blow my socks off by any stretch of the imagination but um yeah i mean I'm, I'm incredibly excited to see what they do here like they've had like a rough go i think uh, like they have not they were a a double a game a double a team but i thought like what we've seen of some of the gameplay that we saw and just a little bit of the teaser that we got here um 
it's got me a little more excited than in uh than the past like vampire came out came out it's that vampire like with the, with the vampire with the y uh, came out uh, 2017, I think I want to say 16 maybe, uh, and like that game, that game was like a solid seven. Um, I mean, it was it was fine. I mean, that was a game where I, I literally you like you're a doctor who like in like the like the 1600s or something like that, and he become he gets turned into a vampire, and then like you can like decide what you want to do, and it's like uh, you can like help save people, or you can be a bad guy, or what like, or you can murder. Everybody. I literally literally and i mean literally murdered every single person in that game because like you could be the good person and save people and uh but like if you're a bad person if you like the more people you kill and drink their blood the stronger you got and like that game like i, I literally killed everybody and got as strong as possible uh so and that game the game was fine that count it was like a kind of like a story the combat was it was just an okay game it was a seven uh then they had like twin mirror came out like december 2020 and I, that game just kind of came and went. I think it got like kind of more of the same thing. Sounds like but it's like a, a seven-ish kind of game, maybe like six-ish game. Um, so yeah, um, curious what what the, what this turns out to be because like they're obviously um, Deck Nine took over the Life is Strange franchise because uh, Square Enix owns IP for that one. Uh, but I, you know, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that hey, maybe they can maybe they get a, a winner on the hand because like they also like tell me why uh, that came out. I think also in 2020 and that game was kind of more of life is strange style and it was okay um they did some cool stuff where like instead of like being like you know like they were like their games like they do episodic and it would take like three months to have a new game come out or a new episode come out like they, they did like they put out all it was a three episode thing and each episode came out one week apart so yeah hopefully that uh hopefully that turns out okay um next up here we had a game called uh uh, oh, uh, Space Marine 2, which is the Warhammer style game. I remember playing the, the first game like a long time ago. Like, I think it was like a 2010 ish kind of game. Uh, I remember like I rented it from a Gamefly or something. It was fine. It's basically just like a. It, when it came out, it was like a Gears of War knockoff, and this looks like it's just more of the same. So, hey, like, but I know people really like that game. A lot of people like Warhammer. So, I'm not I'm not here to yuck your muck. I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoy it. It's, it's, I mean, like, I, I love Gears of War, but uh, I'm not a Warhammer guy. So, it's like. Not my cup of tea. Uh, Meet your maker is a. It sounds like a. It's almost like a roguelike, like a maker game, like, like almost like you like you create like levels and then like you do like a roguelike thing through it. Like, are you can, like, maybe like, kind of look at like what we saw from the trailer. Like, um, people other people make like levels and stuff, and then you gotta go through it as well. It's like almost like if a Mario Maker style game, but a roguelike. So kind of interesting i guess it's i don't think it's gonna be like my uh, cup of tea but uh hey um i don't know i mean maybe maybe this will float your boat um uh, next up here so we've had the uh we had this like i think it's called the wombat the wamba uh leak for a long time for like crash crash bandicoot um then like wednesday night uh crash bandicoot the crash bandicoot twitter twitter tweeted out about what's everybody doing tomorrow night speak talking about thursday night game award night and uh a guy dressed up in a crash in a crash costume uh, came out and did some jokes, stuff like that, whatever. Um, but we have we, they officially announced Crash Team Rumble, uh, which is supposed to come out next year. It, it it's it's a MOBA. It's a MOBA people. Uh, if you like League of Legends or like Pokemon Unite, you think of that, but Crash. So yeah, um, that's happening. 
So I hope you are happy. And uh, for Crash fans that were really excited after everything that happened with, uh, you know, like Toy Story Bob and all that stuff, like getting shut down last year. Um, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you're probably like, oh, man, Crash 5. Or maybe we were like they're going to. They're a side thing. Oh, no, it's a. Maybe like we're going to, I don't know, crash team racing style game. I don't know. You get a MOBA. So uh, who knows? I wonder if they're going to charge for this because like all the other MOBAs that are like any like any like bit of successful or free to play. So let's see how that works out for people. Um, yeah, but Gables is back. What's up, buddy? Gables, are you uh, excited for uh, Crash Team Rumble, the, Mo the MOBA? <laughs> okay. So for Crash Team Rumble, I was actually kind of surprised that uh, they went that route for Crash, only because after coming off of, like, three Masters and also for Crash 4, they're basically going this... <laughs> They're basically going the route of almost like a crash bash, only this one's a little bit more involved because it's a team-based MOBA. Yeah. I thought they were going to go... Well, actually, they've already went with like a kart racer in that regard, so this is probably the next logical step for them. <laughs> yeah, and this had leaked a long time ago. Unfortunately, and that's, unfortunately, it was true. It's like, I don't know, it's like someone saw Pokemon Unite. It's like, hey, we have Crash. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Um, eh, it could be good. Yeah, I'm just kind of, my thing is like, is it free to play? Or are they going to charge for this? Because like any MOBA game that's successful is free to play. So yep. Um, we'll see. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't, it's like Crash is nowhere near on the level of like a Pokemon game. No. Or, like you know, so I don't know. Who knows? Um, Crime Boss, Rocket City. Um, Gables, you called it when you said that it looks like a, it's like a Miami. Um, kind of looks like it's a Miami. It is in fact a, somewhere in Florida. It's like mm. called Rocket City, but like it looks like a Miami. Um, it's like a it's a it's based in the 1990s. Um, it it like they have like Chuck Norris, Danny Glover, Michael Madsen, uh, Kim Basinger. Um, I know there's like there's like Vanilla Ice, bunch of people mm -hmm. in it. We didn't really see any gameplay so much. We we seen like little no. like, short little like quick flashes. Um, and like I've seen like multiple different reports. Of, like this is like a team-based shooter and also i've seen it's a heist game like kind of like a payday okay so i don't i don't know what to think of it all i'm, all I'm just one yeah. all i'm just like uh thinking of when i saw that trailer and stuff like wow they got a lot of like celebrity likenesses for this stuff i yeah. wonder if like this is going to affect the quality of the game itself because we've seen incidences incidences where like developers have enlisted help of celebrities in terms of like advertising their game or are trying to like, uh, you know, they only had enough money to go forth and like pay them for the appearing in the game, but the actual quality of the game suffers dramatically. So uh, hopefully yeah. this is not the case for Crime Boss. Yeah. But from what I saw though, it, it definitely was something out there, you know, something weird. Yeah. It's definitely like it, like it's got a pretty high floor just because based of the names on it, but it's like, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, I, I got to see what this game is before, like, like you've got my attention because, you know, someone that, a, kid, a 90s kid, like, I watch a lot of these people growing up, so I watched all Chuck Norris movies, Lethal Weapon, shit like that, so. Uh, Dude, the biggest surprise is seeing Danny Glover, I'm like, fucking yeah, Danny it, Glover, really? It, his character's <laughs> name is Glove, 
So, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, next up here, uh, Cyberpunk Fan and Liberty. Got that. They they were announced that that's like the paid DLC that's coming out next year. Uh, but the, the thing we didn't know was uh, Idris Alba is actually going to be in it. So, um, I did not really care for Cyberpunk. I you know I went back to it earlier this year after they did like the big the big like huge patch and like did like the next gen patch. Uh, it's like as someone that loves Keanu Reeves, um, this game just didn't click for me. But goddamn, like Idris Alba and Keanu Reeves together in a project, um, I would I really want to be in on this, but I I will not be. Is this doing anything for you? Oh, Gables. Uh oh. I think we lost cables. Sorry, people. Okay, I can hear you now. Okay, hello, Gables. Are you back? You good? Sorry, my yep, internet. Yep. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, my internet went haywire, looks like, for a second there. So uh, for <laughs> everybody watching, listening, I apologize for that. Uh, but Gables, Cyberpunk mm-hmm. Phantom Liberty, is that doing anything for you? Yeah, it does, you know. And that's just because uh, it's a new expansion thing that has, like, it does have a decent amount of potential for it. I know that I have some interest in going back into Cyberpunk 2077 and going through the initial game, but uh, I am more excited about it now only because of like edge runners and stuff being good from what they initially have done for Netflix. Yeah. So this is pretty much the extent of it in that regards, but I'm interested in seeing the quality of what Phantom Liberty is going to bring to the overall game itself. Yeah. So, uh, but cables, we're yes. wrapping up. We're getting close to the end on this one here couple left um this has been leaked for a long time because they, they did like a focus group a, a while back and leaked out of there uh and there's been a lot of buzz that this was going to be there armored core six fires rubicon this is for the from software uh their next game uh miyazaki did an interview earlier this year saying that uh their next game was getting pretty close to being done um mm-hmm. and it's a lot of buzz about what that could be and it sounds like it is well it was armored, armored course. Let's come out next year. Uh, no gameplay. Uh, badass trailer though. Um, mm. I don't really know much about armored core. I know like the armored core games, like they haven't done one since before demon souls. Um, the high, like, and like the highest rated, like demon souls, like, r- like review wise is like a 67. So these games are not like, there's definitely an audience for them. There's a lot, but, yes. but it's a very small audience. And that it's been a long time since they've had one of these games. So, I mean, I'm I'm curious to see like what a and like I guess from like what we know is like it's a it's a shooter game. It's it's a, it's a shooter. It's a long from what I saw. It's a long distance shooter game. Um, but uh, yeah, we don't like. Is this gonna be like a soul style armored core game? Is this gonna be a totally different like shooter right right adventure game? Like, what is this game gonna be? Like, Gables, you're like you're definitely more of a from soft guy than I am. Like what's your kind of, what's your hopes for this one? All right. So for my hopes for this one, I'm not too familiar with armored core, the series itself only because it's been like an incredibly niche series ever since it was first revealed in that regards, first unveiled and stuff back in the late nineties. 
And to go on to Wikipedia here, I just went through and just got uh, a little bit more information upon Armor Core in general. You know, it's a third-person shooter, mind yeah. you. It's by From Software, so it's like this is From Software going through and like this is one of their initial creations. It looks like yeah, it is. But in regards to the amount of publishers that have been behind this, you know, that's like Sony Computer Entertainment '97. ASC2 Entertainment 98, HTEC, Ubisoft, Metro 3D, 505 Games at one point, put out an Armored Core game, Red Ant Enterprises, Sega back in 2007. Yeah, that was and the last course, one. For three, yeah, that was the last 60. one, Armored Core 5. Yeah. But Banco Nam, Bandai Namco Entertainment has had like uh, the license for Armored Core since 2012. So them going back to like from software and trying to go forth with this you know at at first i thought okay armored core i've heard about the series i know that it's a niche it's a niche game that there are plenty of people that love playing the original couple of uh, armored core games but my hope for this is kind of similar to like the past couple of uh, games they put out really it's like is this going to be like say my excitement is is the possibility of this is going to be like a Dark Souls form of Armored Core. Yeah. You know, yeah. where that would be interesting to experience because up until now we've had medieval settings. Elden Ring, Game of the Year, obviously, in terms of many people's forefronts and including the Game Awards. Wow, way, way to spoil the rest of our show, Gables. <laughs> but... Uh, for this, I'm really seeing. I really wanted to see the potential of what's going to go on in terms of like this, this whole like this almost like a mechanized, like apocalypse type of look that they have going with it. On top of all those other type of machines, all the other possibilities, of that shit. I mean, I was never excited about Armored Core, but now with this one, it just seems like I want to go and see what From Software does with this after what successful things they did with Elden Ring. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's curious, like. Someone said, I thought, man, obviously much different scale, but like someone said, like, it's kind of like interesting them going back to Armored Core, like after Demon Souls, Sekiro, Elden Ring, Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, all these games, Bloodborne. Um, and someone said, like, it'd be like, what would Naughty Dog do with Crash Bandicoot today? It's like, fuck. It's like, what? <laughs> like, obviously, totally different style yeah. of games. I mean, but, you know, Armored Core is totally different than the, the, Soulsborne games, so it's like fuck, man. What like, what, what what could they do with with Crash Bandicoot nowadays? Uh, so I um, I'm a, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Um, next up here we had Wild Hearts. Uh, that is at like the EA original um, uh, Team Ninja, I believe he's making this one. Um, look, that game, oh, man. I'm, I every time I look at that game, I see trailers that game. I want to fucking play that game really bad. Uh, <laughs> like I never like I've never been a monster guy. Like I, what I've seen of it, it's always just seems like kind of like obtuse the way it's it's ran and like works because uh, it was always a handheld game and it's only recently come to like consoles uh so if like wild hearts like being a game, like built from the ground up to like run and work for like a modern like modern day controller or stuff like that like fuck like i don't know man like i, I hope like, i imagine this gets it's ea original so i bet there's gonna be like a demo type of thing or like yeah. a, like an early act, like well, I can't remember what it's called, but like you can do like a, a preview thing, like kind of like Need for Speed Unbound, where I get to, like you can do like a ten hour trial, but like you buy the game, everything kind of runs over. Um, I hope that's the case with like EA Play on Game Pass, because uh, this is a game I definitely want to fucking check out. Is is it is Wild Hearts tic uh, tickling anything for you? 
Honestly, with the Wild Hearts, I thought it was kind of interesting in terms of the gameplay of it, but I still want to see more of it. Yeah. Um, to me, it's just a matter of, like, I just want to get my hands on it. So, uh, But I think that comes out. That's oh, It's been announced for a long time. It's coming out in February. So. Uh, but last but not least here for announcements, Final Fantasy 16. We got a release date. Uh, the, since we talked about this last week. He, he, he leaked it last week, June 22nd. Um, trailer looks fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. I have, I've just kind of really just in the last few years gotten to like, the final fantasy world. Like I beat one and two talk about over, over and over again, way back in like the mid two thousands on game boy advance. Um, and then like final Fantasy seven, I beat remake 2020. I beat final Fantasy seven OG this year. Uh, so, but man, this, and uh, stranger paradise I beat this year as well. Um, uh, this game looks so fucking good. Uh, and I, like I think this might be a I'm not like a fantasy guy typically um but uh man this game is it's it's just I like looking at it and I just want to fucking play it is it what about you Gables mm. I feel the same way because this is definitely a trailer that fires on all cylinders of what this game is going to be which is fast-paced action in combination to a lot of the RPG sort of mechanics in regards to like the customization type of route and stuff it looks like but I'm more interested in seeing experiencing not just the gameplay itself but like seeing how the story progresses in that regards because it, you have the obvious stuff that happens towards the beginning and stuff and all the thing with like all the various summons and that regards based upon like the specific summons from previous Final Fantasy games so this is more or less kind of like in origin wise it's like this is, takes place before a lot of the other Final Fantasy games and it's like kind of origin stories for a lot of those characters and it's kind of interesting in some of that regards, but man, this is definitely another one of those games where I want to play in the month of June yeah. because yeah, it's going to be such a full ass month in June that ending it with final fantasy 16, this could be a front runner for game of the year easily. Yeah, man. Oh boy. We could do it. They just need to do a game awards in like July for the first half of 2023. Uh, cause <laughs> it looks incredible. Um, but that, that's it for like the announcements. Uh, but let's move on to, uh, to some of the so the winners here. So, uh, God, you know, I mean, it's kind of, I think, a lot of what we expected. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I would I meant to go back and, like, get all of the uh, the award, like, what we predicted. But um, best adaption was Arcane, uh, League of Legends. Um, mm-hmm. We were both, I, I think we both had uh, Cyberpunk for that one. Yeah. Um, as long as Uncharted didn't win, I don't think we, I don't think anybody's upset about this. Most anticipated game, Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. No real surprise there. I feel like it was like really it was between Starfield and that. So, um, let me scroll through some of these uh, esports stuff here. Content creator of the year, uh, Ludwig. We were both were rooting for. We didn't think Nibel would win, but we were hoping for it. So. Yeah. Um, I was hoping Nibel would win, then we'd finally get to see like after they uh, retired. So I was hoping we'd finally get to find out. Who Nibel was after all these years? Um, but I hope you, Nibel, if you're if you're some of you watching this, hope you're doing okay, buddy. Um, we miss you. Uh, but best multiplayer game, um, I do remember Gables. You said Call of Duty, and I went, I did. I went back. I went back and I looked at this Gables in the non-Spike TV era, so 2014 and beyond. You know how many game awards Call of Duty has won since 2014? No. Zero. Zero. Never wow. won. Yeah, so I thought it was kind of fascinating because you said that it surprised me when that was your prediction, and I was like, I went back and looked. Yeah, uh, they won a few in like the Spike TV era, but like 
Madden 03 won in 2000. No, Madden 04 won in 2003. So, I mean, for game of the year. I mean, uh, so how, how good. Right, was, right. So how, and how, the reason why I made that pick, though, <laughs> is because of like the mass appeal that Call of Duty does have in that regards. And yes, yeah. you are correct in stating that it hasn't won any like type of like best multiplayer awards since like 2014. Yeah. I believe. I, I was yeah. just shocked because, like, I, I was like, man, like, how many awards have they won? Like, what have they been nominated for other than, like, best multiplayer game? I was just kind of shocked to see. But I was also kind of, I was kind of surprised to see Splatoon 3 win it. Like, I, it was definitely, like, I, um, I, I thought, like, I was looking at, like, I was like, okay, like, I was hoping, I was hoping for Shredder's Revenge, but, like, I really thought it was, I really thought Overwatch mm. was going to win. So I do, I do remember picking Overwatch 2. Uh, best sim and strategy game. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. I don't think any surprise there. No. Uh, none of those other games. Like, I mean, they might be good games, but like Total Warhammer 3, uh, I think actually has a higher review scores than uh, right. Mario plus Rabbids. But like, I mean, Mario, it's it's Mario. I mean, I mean, come on. Uh, it's not going to win that. Even just a popularity contest. Well, I think something that did surprise us all, though, is best sports racing game. Uh, Grand Tours was 7 won it. I just thought like, I think we all <laughs> thought with all the other world being there that like all the, all the world like would probably take the, take the win just because it's, the different one because the rest are like annual sports games and Gran, Gran Turismo 7, but that isn't any type of marred with controversy. Kind yeah, of like so, Gran Turismo 7 is, <laughs> yeah, I, like, but I guess, like, I mean, for what we understand, like, Gran Turismo 7 is a fantastic game, it's just right, it's got a lot of issues with like microtransactions, shit like that. But, like, I, don't, I mean, I guess if, if like, if it's not all that world, like, Gran Turismo 7 is probably the second best pick here. Um, but yeah, um, uh, next up here. My favorite, best family game, the Nintendo Award. Um, <laughs> I was shocked. So it was two and three. Nintendo Switch Sports, Mario Plus Rabbids, Lego Star Wars, Skyward Saga, and Kirby. I was I was rooting for Kirby, and fucking mm-hmm. Kirby won. I was so happy. Uh, yeah. What, what was it? Uh, um, uh, Doug Bowser came on. It's like Kirby finally gets his. Uh, Gets his uh award and all he had to do was uh was swallow a bus to to uh to get it or something like that. I can't remember what he said in his uh in his speech, but I thought that was really cool. So big head mode or something like that. Yeah, like big head big mode. Yeah, mode. yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Kirby getting finally getting his flowers because that game is a uh, fucking fantastic. One of and the best during games. the year of its 30th anniversary, not only does it get like the best family game award, but it gets like a Grammy award too because yeah. of Meta Knight stage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good for them, man. Fucking what a what a year for Kirby. Oh my uh, gosh. You know what? Uh, get rid of uh, Mario. Let's just focus on Kirby. Because, uh, uh, man, just build upon Forgotten Land because I'm all bored. Best fighting game. What the fuck are we doing here, man? This is a weak ass category, dude. How did Sifu not win? <laughs> like, come on, think of the memes, people. Think of the memes. Uh, I was, oh no, but I was... it's not too surprising with me that they went with multiverses for this, yeah. only because of how popular it yeah. it has been, and also how much expansive it's getting now in terms of overall appeal for people. Yeah. So yeah, they're gonna go with the obvious choice here with a for them, which is gonna be like multiverses. But yeah. Well, it's yeah, just a bad year for fighting games. Uh, it is, I, especially like named fighting games are like because like yeah, like I'm sure like King of Fighters, JoJo, and DNF Duel are better games, but it's like at this point like multiverses like you have like 30 million people play this game, so it's like at a certain point it's like when people vote on this, it's like everybody played multiverses, so it's like like if, yeah. when, when they vote on this count this category, it's like well, it's like I the only one I played all this most likely was multiverses, so 
Uh, that's probably how I win. Um, some of these we could speed through here. Best RPG, okay. uh, Elden Ring. I believe Elden Ring yeah. won four. Uh, uh, God of War won six. Uh, yep. Best action adventure game, God of War Ragnarok won. Mm-hmm. Best action game, Bayonetta three won. You know what? I'm not even mad. I, I'm <laughs> not really. I'm not really mad. Like, I, this is actually a really good. Ca- some of these categories are just really good. Uh, like we had Bayonetta three, Call of Duty, Neon White, Sifu, and Treasure Adventure. I was really, I was hoping for Shredder's Revenge. I just wanted to win something. Um, well, yeah. Beta 3 is a very, very, very good game, but man, Shredder's Revenge is so fucking good. And um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Beta 3 won. That's good for them. Uh, innovation and accessibility, I think, no surprise. Got a little Ragnarok one. Um, best VR, AR, Moss Book 2 won. Uh, best community support, Final Fantasy 14 won. No surprise. Uh, nope. Uh, best debut indie game, Stray won. So, hey, uh, cool. I mean, I, man, what a great year for like this might be one of the best years ever for indie games. Like, there's five really great games there, and it's like, man, there's like, you could probably name yes. off another dozen really great indie games that came out this year. So, well, no shit, you know, it's like there were so many great indie games that released this year from Cult of the Lamb, from Neon White, Sifu, Strain, Tunix, Ollie Wall, Ollie 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 World, and stuff like that. Like, freaking. Yeah. Yeah, man, it definitely has been a great year in terms of indie games and also in terms of games that are kind of like indie games, but not really with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Strider's Revenge. I mean, freaking crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, Stray won, and I mean, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, it, I think some of these ca- ca- categories, you know, right or wrong, whatever, it's like, kind of turns into a popular contest where like everybody played like a lot probably stray was probably the most popular and also helped that it was um stray was on like ps was the ps plus the middle tier i always forget what it's called um so that helped too and like also had the extra extra thank you and also you know you had the big push being at multiple playstation events so uh where you know like neon white was at a couple of, like uh switch indie events the nindy events um tunic was at a couple of, like I, think two, I don't know what Tunic was at, actually. I think Tunic, Tunic was actually at an Xbox event. And then, like, Vampire Survivors really is... It's been kind of, like, bubbling for a long time, like, the PC world, but really just kind of got big the last, like, month or so, like, on a bigger level with coming to Game yes. Pass. So, uh, best indie game, Stray. So, I mean, kind of is a lot of the same people here as best yep. debut game. So, I mean, what a great year for just first-time uh, games coming out. You know, with, what I said, best debut indie and now... Best indie, so I mean, wait, makes sense. Their best ongoing game, Final Fantasy fourteen, makes sense because uh, they had um, fuck, I forgot the name. What was the, the the big expansion come out last December? And Walker. And Walker, thank you. Uh, games for Impact as Dust Falls. I still don't really fully understand what that uh, category means. Uh, best performance, Christopher Judge won. Uh, okay. I think this is definitely. I I this is one I picked. Uh, he lost in two thousand eighteen to. Uh, right. The guy played Marston, I believe, in Red Dead Redemption 2. Was it uh, Troy Baker? No, I can't remember the guy's name. Troy Baker wasn't oh. in that game. Uh, the, the one game he wasn't in. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, I think it, it's it's awesome to see Christopher Judge kind of win, win this one. I'm glad he got one. Um, had a really long speech. It was a very, very good speech. I loved um, this the story he told about um, when he quit, when he found out Corey Bargalog was coming back as a director. And then Corey Bar- Barlog talked him into coming back, and he's like, "I'm coming back." But Eric Williams, who's who directed Ragnarok, he better be a beast. And he's just like looked, and he's just like, 
Eric Williams is a motherfucking beast. I was like, fucking, <laughs> let's go, man. I jumped about my, my seat. I'm like, let's fuck. We're just starting. This is the first award. Like, let's fucking go. It was an eight minute you know, it was speech. hilarious. It was an eight minute speech. You could literally see Jeff Keighley and stuff like his face. Like, oh, God, I'm going to rush now. We yeah. got to rush. <laughs> I guess. Uh, uh, so I was listening to Kyle Bossman, uh, who's like he's from Easy Allies, stuff like that. He's but he's been like a consultant for a lot of Jeff Keighley stuff for a long time. He talked about uh, he actually mentioned like someone asked, like, was he freaking out when Jeff Keighley? Was he freaking out during this? Because it's like the first like literally like 20 minutes on the show. And I guess uh, uh, he said that actually Jeff was actually pretty OK with this for a long time because a lot of the presenters were a little late. So they were trying to stall oh. for time. So oh, they're shit. actually that's part that's a big reason why the sh- like it went so long. They let it go for so long it was because like a lot of people were running late. So like they're like, OK, take as much time as you want. <laughs> so. uh <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was, it was a great speech. Um, but definitely, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was probably. I think it was longer than every speech combined, though, for the rest of the show. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> but uh, best audio design, God of Ragnarok. Um, yeah, so uh, best score and music, God of Ragnarok. Definitely, I mean, definitely, I mean, that's my pick. I like blood on the blood on the sand, uh, blood on the sand, blood on the snow, blood on the snow. Uh, oh boy, they actually played it at the event. Uh, oh my god chills just ch- goosebumps uh every time i hear that song it's so they play it in the end credits too oh my god beautiful song um but i mean the Elden Ring, actually that Elden Ring song slaps too i've, I've listened to, actually listened to the Elden Ring song the main theme uh pretty fucking pretty fucking good i mean anything you want to say on that one give us well nothing too much about it i mean like yeah, I mean, hell, the music stuff where they forgot where Riding Rock is pretty damn good. I will say that. And also audio design, stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, best art direction, Elder Ring won here. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't really argue with the, with the Elder Ring, like the art direction of that, that stuff. So, uh, best narrative, got a little Ragnarok. Makes sense. Probably, I mean, to me personally, I mean, obviously, a bias here. One of the greatest stories ever told in video games. Um, and definitely the best of the bunch here of, of the, uh, I mean, I haven't played immortality and I think there was like a, a good amount of buzz for trying to get that to win, but, uh, love seeing Ragnarok win best game direction, a weird, a, a rare one here, rare time. I don't know if this is, I, I don't, I can't, I think, no, I think 2018, the only other time this has happened is 2018, I believe where God of War won direction and game of the year. Usually like, like you, you see it where like. The second game, like game of the year, goes one direction goes to like the second plus yeah second game of the year. Um, this is a rare time where we see Elden Ring one game direction and game of the year. I mean, I've been I've been calling I've been saying this. I mean, like I'm definitely like, I I want I've been rooting I was rooting for uh, Ragnarok obviously, but like I've been saying since like March, I'm like I had accepted that Elden Ring would win, and I can argue it's definitely one of those things where it's like kind of looking at this, it's like it's kind of like uh, in 2017 where like. Mario Odyssey lost to uh, Breath of the Wild, or 2018 when mm-hmm. uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 lost to God of War. It, like you know, it's like there's no shame in losing to one of the like, like yeah, you're like one of the best games ever, or one you know, but like you lost to one of the, you're one of the best games of the year, but like man, you lost to one of the greatest games of all time, and mm-hmm. um, it's just this year I think we had two of the best games of all time, and just one's better. And you know, for a lot of people, and I mean, I think this is gonna be like the runaway. Probably when you, if you like do like at the end of the year, when you go, if you like do a total count, who won the most game of the years from different sites, different websites, and YouTube places, other other rings probably gonna be one. God of War is probably gonna be two. So, 
Hey, yeah, makes, makes the most makes a lot of sense. I mean, Gilles, what was your thoughts on you know kind of all the rewards and Elden Ring one game of the year? Honestly, I wasn't actually. I was kind of surprised of it winning game direction and also game of the year because of what you have said. I actually thought that Ragnarok was going to be winning game of the year after they announced Elden Ring won best game direction. Yeah, and I was kind of pissed that that thing was going to do that, but. At the same point, I was highly excited to see Elden Ring, Elden Ring win Game of the Year, and it's because that game is definitely on another level as opposed to like past iteration, like just past previous accomplishments that From Software has done, and with Miyazaki and stuff like that, all the shit. But uh, yeah, I'm incredibly happy to see it win Game of the Year. I'm also glad to see that there's all sorts of various stuff that God of War Ragnarok won as well considering that's a great game as well but the biggest talking point from the game of the year was what happened after it and that yeah. was the whole initial like troll going on the stage that 15 year old going on stage and stuff like that just said some rambling because of uh, nominating Bill Clinton <laughs> yeah so you know I mean we kind of move in here like final thoughts and on, on the game awards like yeah um Obviously, like with that, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's funny, but it's like also one of those things where it's like, like, like I hope that I don't want this to becoming on like be, become like an ongoing thing. No, like uh, I, I don't want to like I don't want to celebrate this thing and make this a meme because that's only gonna make more people do it. Like then it will become a thing, you know? It's like okay, this happened. Like let's just be happy. Like nothing awful happened. Uh, like I know it's like oh well you can't do like but it's like like we literally. Is, a, the Japanese prime minister was literally murdered this year for like when someone walked up and just shot him. There was an author yep. a few months ago that was doing like a, a like a um, like a book reading and someone went yes. on stage and stabbed the guy uh, several times. So it's like like there was the famous case, like the, the, the woman, like the tennis woman, the woman's tennis player back in the 90s where someone ran out in the tennis court and stabbed it and nearly killed her. Uh, like there's definitely like crazy shit like that i mean like we're very lucky that yes. like, he didn't say anything extremely awful he didn't do anything extremely awful uh yeah, no it's, shit. it's like i it's one of those things where it's like i hate like i see a lot of people like joking about it initially afterwards and like that's fine but like i think a lot it's all people the next day and it's like yeah yeah joking right. about that's one thing and stuff like that but acknowledging that the game awards especially jeff keely need to tighten up on the security and know exactly yeah. who's going to be going through up to that percentage stuff because he happened to go on there as a response, like as a part of the crew from Miyazaki and stuff from from software going up on the stage too, and even though he was courteous enough to let them go forth and finish his state, this the speech and all of this stuff, literally everybody was kind of confused why the fuck this kid was yeah. going through and talking. And after. they turned the they turned the mic back on for him because they didn't realize. Yes, they did. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like you gotta acknowledge it, but it's like man, I like this is not a thing I want to like, like. Not like we got you talk about it, but it's like one of those things was like, this is not a thing we should be like celebrating or like, oh, this is oh, yeah, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Like, no, this was this is not awesome because, like, yeah, like we're lucky this time, but like next time it's like we could we might not be. So it's like, I mean, like if no. if, if if like that's me, Miyazaki or like like any people from From Software or Bandai Imco or anybody, it's like that's our fucking cash cow, like that's the goat up there. Like exactly, like we're so fucking lucky that like nothing happened up there. So it's like no shit. And like I could definitely see like people were talking about like maybe like in the future they're gonna start like all right, cool. Like if you win, you only get like you gotta tell us how many people are going up on stage with you. It's like give us a number, no more, no less. Can go up there after that, you know. So if like you know if you win, 
and you say, yeah, if we win, we'll, we're like seven of us are going up there. And like, you have an eighth person. It's like, well, you said seven. Cause like, you know, like we're going to push someone off. Cause yeah, definitely like, uh, it's unfortunate. It sucks. It's unfortunate because like it definitely like immediately overshadowed the whole event. Or like the thing everybody was talking about after the event wasn't how great of a show it was, or like actual honest opinions of like whether you like the show or not, or like oh my god, Elden Ring won Game of the Year. Oh my god, Armored Core, Final Fantasy 16. It's like the fucking kid wearing Yeezys. That's the thing we're talking about. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. People's like I mean overall opinion though. Like, you know, what, what was your thoughts on the Game Awards? Honestly, I thought it was better than last year in terms of the pacing and also in terms of the games that were presented full front and center. I did like the announcements, uh, quite a few of the announcements, Hades 2 being one thing, the Ken Levine game reveal trailer, the whole Castlevania stuff inside of uh, Dead Cells. That was awesome. I mean, even going to lead up the pre-show, you know, leading up to the main show, that was fine. That was fine. I did not oppose to that didn't care for the girl that was presenting because she looked like she was wearing a goddamn shag carpet on that distracted me the entire time I was actually watching the pre-show. I'm like, how the fuck did she go through and get it off of some sort of hotel floor? But anyway, in regards to other stuff, I mean, I really loved a lot of the game announcements too. I loved the aspects for street fighter six Tekken eight in that regards and stuff. And that armor core stuff that was literally out of left field for me. Cause I always known as a niche series, and just seeing all front and center has me excited to see what from software is going to do with this property now. But in overall honesty and stuff like that, there was a lot of filler. There was a lot of stuff. Plus that dude at the end and stuff like that just kind of like drag things down a little bit of it. But even yeah. so, I, I still thought this was like a solid eight out of 10 for me, yeah. you know, even after all the other types of stuff, because I did enjoy it. I did skip through a whole bunch of different things to it too, because when I got a chance to go forth and watch it and stuff, I actually did not start from the initial live point. I actually rewound the YouTube video so that way I could see the pre-show and everything else. Yeah. And ignore everything that was going on on my phone notification-wise so I could watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That definitely does help for like, yeah, a few times like, you know, let my dog out, stuff like that, get behind, like, all oh, cool commercial break. Like, I do like the fact that, like, there was actual, like, commercial breaks, stuff like that. They were pretty obvious yes. when they happened. Like, he kind of, like, made a reference to, like, commercial break, guys. Uh, cool. All right, go well, I can walk away. Or but every, but yet yeah, everything else I felt like was fine with that show. You know, yeah. things didn't really go on too long as it should have been. I mean, Chris Judge. I mean, hell, he went on for eight minutes and stuff with his speech, but it was understandably so, and that was mostly enjoyable. God damn, regards. did you look good though? <laughs> in that golden black. Oh I mean, yeah, no shit, dude. I Holy mean, that's the type shit. Of stuff you want to go in there. He looked I mean, like a fucking king in that uniform. Yeah, like, you know what? He deserves eight <laughs> minutes just for the fucking outfit alone. My <laughs> God. That man can do whatever he wants. Uh, holy fuck. Christopher Judge. Uh, obviously, extreme bias for me, but my God. Uh, if you're single, call me. Uh, <laughs> 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 holy shit. Uh, but um, yeah. Uh, I I'm, I'm with you. Like I I really I mean this might be the best game awards yet. Like, and uh, Jeff Keighley did like an interview earlier this, uh, this week. I can't remember on what, but I I read like a lot of the clip notes from it. And like a big thing he talked about was like we're only as good as the things that we like the announcements that we have, which is true. Because like that was like kind of the big complaint last year was he didn't have a lot, but the problem was like he didn't have a ton, but the show was pretty long. And like he was pretty front loaded, so we started off with a bang. Like I was like, we had a bunch of cool shit in the beginning, and then it was just like a lot. There was not a lot the rest, like a lot of smaller stuff the rest of the way. And like even I talked about, like I literally was talking about last week with like 
Summer Game Fest where it was like two hours long and it was just like a lot of like smaller titles, a lot of like, and not even just, not even like a dig at smaller titles, but a lot of like CGI trailers of like, I don't know what the fuck this game even is. Um, and like we had some of that here, but it's like, uh, right. I felt like he, like he said he was being a little more, like a lot more, a lot pickier about what he's bringing. He's not just, you know, not, I, I doubt he was just taking everything before, but he's like, he's definitely being a lot more, uh, he's probably being a little harsher about what he's cutting out and not bringing in. So, uh, yeah, I thought overall just like a really great show, like not a lot of dragging, uh, you know, and like I said, like when he went to like, when it went to a commercial, it was obvious we're going to like a basically commercial break here. So cool. I can like, I can walk away or I can fast forward to this part now. Um, uh, <laughs> but there was very few lulls like I said there was nothing really like went super long uh i thought everything was pretty it was it was very tight he did say you want to make it two and a half hours it's just under it, if not including the pre-show it was supposed to be two and a half hours i think it went just almost nearly three hours so which i wasn't surprised when he said two and a half i'm like okay like uh as someone that's grown up my entire life watching uh football and like basketball and watching like wrestling pay-per-views stuff like that where it's like it'll go over yeah it, it, yeah whenever it's like it's hilarious when you like when you look up like the, the the guide on like when i pull up youtube tv and it says like when you see like the nfl game it says from 12 to, to 12 to 3 i'm like guys come on really it's like you've been <laughs> like we know what's going to like 3 30 uh, at the minimum here so um yeah i i thought uh a very very good show uh probably the best yet like I said, killer announcements. Just I mean, like I said, at one point we literally back to back Hades two, and then fucking Judas. I'm like, oh my, like wh- why did we separate this? And then it's like, oh, because you have twenty more fucking awesome. Like even like all these things didn't, didn't stick with me. Like the, the just the level of these announcements were huge. There's so many like big like news topics here out of this event um, that happened just off the announcements alone. So yeah, I'm like I'm higher than you. I'm probably like a Oh, like a game of the game award scale it's like a 9 9.5 for me uh on that scale like you know looking at game awards in the past so um yeah a fantastic show uh, uh you know i can't wait to see like hopefully like I mean, it does suck we didn't we didn't get anything from xbox uh at all kind of shocked we didn't get at least something from them uh something we didn't talk about mm-hmm. was the only thing we got from nintendo was we got the fire emblem uh uh, engage engage like season pass uh, plus the, like the bayonetta origin stuff we did yeah we, yeah that, so that, that's the and that's you know that's that's sega and nintendo together um and platinum uh so yeah i mean yeah it's just weird that like yeah it was the only thing we really got like you know like playstation we got a couple things from like the big like we also got like the, the pc announcements so we got more from playstation but not even like anything huge huge i would say from playstation other than like the horizon dlc so um yeah i mean overall a fantastic show. Uh, loved it. Like I said, never a uh, dull moment. So, uh, yeah, a really great show. And I hope, I hope for you guys watching this, you thought this was a great show of the Drawn Catchers podcast. Uh, if you liked all this, you know, you're still watching or whether you're watching us live or watching us later, um, please, uh, you know, like, follow, subscribe, subscribe to us on YouTube, five stars, or, uh, um, you know, at podcast, Spotify, anywhere podcasts or on them. Uh, please uh, look down in the description down below there. You'll see links to everything that we're on Facebook, Twitter, stuff like that. So um, please go there wherever you listen to us at. Go ahead and give us a like, follow, subscribe, five stars. Whatever you can do, share with your friends, tell your friends. We really, 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 really would appreciate it. Uh, and if you if you watch this on YouTube, um, hit that like button. And also, um, wherever you listen to podcasts at, go look us up, subscribe to us there. Download the podcast. Every time you download the audio version of the podcast, 
give us a like, get a little bit of money. So we really would uh, appreciate it if you uh, did that for us. So, um, but until next time, guys, I was host, I was Tyler. And I've been Colonel Gables. Until next time, everyone, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk-Nerds podcast. And uh, hey, Gables. Yeah. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Benny, indeed. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya.